Good morning. Uh, my name is Monica McNatt, and this is the Wisdom Seekers class at the Father's Church in Dallas, March 6, 2022. Um, you know, this is, for me, this has been a real challenging season. Um, you know, when things are really, really going great, it's like you're, you know, you, you're celebrating these things, but that season doesn't always last for very long. <laughs> and there begins to be changes that happen, and it's for our good, and I know that. Um, this has been a season of transition in my family. And, um, you know, my daughter married, and she has a son. And they bought a house, and it's about an hour away. And I've had a real hard time with that. It's like a morning that I'm happy for her, but it's like <clears throat> I know it's a transition that the Lord is allowing. And sometimes he has to transition things out of our lives um, so he can be the center. And sometimes we can get so involved in things, family, jobs, situations, you know, running here, fixing this, doing these things. And then before you know it, <clears throat> you're just exhausted and the day's over. And you really haven't centered yourself in the Lord. And that's really kind of been a season that I've been in for a while. And, you know, I just... Um, I knew transition was coming, and um, I knew transition was coming on my job. And I would go into the office early before I was on the clock, and I would just, you know, play worship music, and I would pray. And I would just try to, you know, prepare myself before the Lord. And, like, I know a transition is coming, and I didn't, but you don't know what it is. You just know it's it's coming you know there's changes happening and I just kept saying Lord you I know you have this me in the center of your hand and I know that whatever the transition is going to be it is going to be for my good and help me to hang on to that as things change you know and um, so uh, on my job and I've said this before I've been there almost six years and I've been with this one team, and it has just been a struggle in getting good help, getting good technicians, getting uh, parts, getting what we need to do to have the jobs done. You know, we've hired newbies that don't really know the technical side of things, and I've had multiple bosses because they haven't been able to manage the team. And I've had to train and train and train and train. And I, um, I just found myself like I, I just didn't want to do it again. We were getting a new manager who knew nothing about our team. And we needed help because you have to have a leader. You have to have somebody driving the ship. And if you don't, then there's mayhem and chaos, you know, 
your technicians don't come to work, they don't do their job, the customers are upset, and it's just like this wheel that just keeps going round and round. And um, so they made a decision to move another manager from another team, and I lost it. <laughs> I was just like, what do you know that is going to help our team? I just felt like I was, I was just sinking. And so he's like, I, I don't know anything. Just give me grace. And I'm like, you know, the technicians were all angry because they have a boss who knows nothing about what they do. And I was just like, I know changes are coming, Lord, but this wasn't the change I thought was going to happen. And so I went to the owner. And I have a real good relationship with him. I really do. I, you know, be, I am... Uh, I know God put me there, and I just went to him, and I said, why did you do this? We need a skilled guy who knows exactly what this team needs, what the customers need, all of these things. And, and, he, and I, I told him my expectation. You know, I felt this was going to happen, and you were going to do this. Finally, you were going to get somebody in here who knew what needed to happen. And he said, well, I just feel like this guy can take the team to a new level, give him time to learn. And, and I just told him, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted with trying to teach these guys every single step of what they have to do. And I just said, okay, it's your company. If you think he's going to do the best, that's fine. And so the guy came over, and we've been training him. And then a few days went by, and my boss called me in, and he said, I'm going to move you off this team. I said, ouch, you know, because I've babied this team for so long. And it's like, okay. He said, I, I, I think that fresh, of fresh blood, he hired all new people to manage to do this team. And I, he said, I think that will be good for the team. And I said, okay. I said, I'll go wherever you want me to go, Matthew. So he moved me to another team. And uh, I was in there for a few days. And then I went to his office, and he wasn't in there. And he came in, you know, to my area. I said, I just want to tell you thank you. Because this team is a lot less stress. The role that I'll be ha handling will be a portion of you know, the company's growing. We are just blowing up. Business is just booming. And so as you do that, you have to hire new people. We've hired like 12 new people in our office. So then you've got all these people who you're trying to train and all these things. And I just said, thank you. I said, because this piece of the pie that I'll now be responsible for is so much less stress. I told him, I said, I, I couldn't see that when you said it to me but thank you. So I say all that to say we don't always know what, why, how, and sometimes we have a hard time with it. But I don't have to carry the weight of that team anymore. And it was, I mean, you take it home with you. You go in at 6 in the morning. You work till 6 at night. You, you just do all these things just to try to get the, the team moving forward. And now I'm not responsible for it anymore. And that's like, whoo, a weight off my shoulder, you know, because 
you know, I will help them any way I can, any information they need. I told them I can run over to that building and help you, not a problem. But I don't have to have so much of my focus on this huge responsibility anymore. And I just felt like I knew this change was coming in some way. I knew a change was coming, but I just was grateful. And I just said, okay, now I just have this little piece of this pie that I have to handle. And the Lord knew I needed a break because I was just tired, tired, you know. And y'all all work. You have jobs, responsibilities, businesses, and you just carry the weight of whatever it is that you're supposed to do. And sometimes you just need a break. And I just remembered hearing a phrase, a change is as good as a rest. And so with an honest heart, I could tell him, thank you. And he said, I thought you would do better here. He said, I really, I, he said, I, I thank you for all you've done and all that you've carried. And he said, I know what you've been through. And he said, but I, th I think it's, you, I think it's, it will be a good change for you. And so I say all that to say, my life is in, in change, you know, there's transition. And so I've just, I've just had to lay everything before the Lord again, you know, and just what is it that I'm supposed to do? And I just, as I was studying for this, set your heart. And it's like the Lord just spoke to me about just set your heart, you know, and there's just been this season of, um, weeping I've just had these tears just randomly running down my face for like no reason you know I've literally broken out in a rash just all over and it's just the stress of it all and it's like I don't have to do that anymore and so you know I have to learn a new job I know part of it but I have to learn a new job our the team leader just went on vacation and put me in charge of the team. <laughs> I'm like, okay, got it. <laughs> but she's a really strong person with great administrative skills, and she manages a team of like 40 people. And I don't have to do that. I don't have to carry that weight anymore. So this is what I'm, what I'm, what I felt like the Lord was saying. So set your heart in First Chronicles 22:19. Now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. Arise, therefore, and build ye the sanctuary of the Lord to bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord and the holy vessel of God into the house that is built to his name. And that's what we're to do. We are to set our heart. And God knows when we get so involved in things, whether it's family or exercise or a business or, you know, whatever it is that we strive to do in this life that we live, and he will set us apart. He will set us down. He will bring circumstances to say, hey, ch -ch -ch, I need you back here in the center. And, you know, what what else what else do we need except that is to just set our heart before him to do the work of the ministry to do the things that he has called us to do because that is our that is our only life really 
Everything else is a distraction. So I got this verse, and I did it in several different, um, out of several different Bibles, or versions, rather, not Bibles, versions. Uh, in the Brian Study Bible, it says, Now set your heart and soul to seek the Lord your God. Get started building the sanctuary of the Lord, of the Lord God, so that you may bring the Ark of the Covenant in, in of the Lord to the holy and the holy articles of God into the temple that he will build in the name of the Lord. So there's just kind of different verbiage. And I like to look at those because sometimes when you break it down and you read it from different translations, it, it just kind of makes it clearer, at least it does for me. Okay, set. In the, in the Strong's, the Hebrew, it says to put, to get, to put, to give, bestow, grant, permit, employ, um, exchange, lend, to give over, to deliver up, to yield. To set to a point. To assign. So we are to set our heart, to assign our heart. To the things that God has asked us to do. To bestow, to provide, to entrust. Be granted to. Be permitted To be delivered up. So that's set. Now set your heart. Your heart in the Strong's Hebrews. Your inner man. Your mind. Your will. Your heart. Your soul. Your understanding. Your knowledge. Your thinking. Your reflection. Your memory. Your inclination. The seed of your emotions and your passions. That's huge right there. Our heart is the seed of our emotion and our passions. The seed of courage. And our soul in Hebrews. Our self, our life. Creature, a person, appetite, mind, your living, living being. Your desire, your emotion, your passion. That which breathes. The breathing sustenance of being, of being, your soul, your inner being of a man. We are to set our heart and our soul, our being, our mind, on the work of the Lord, to the work of the ministry, to do what he has called us to do. That's why we're here. Activity of our character. That's another one. So we are to set our heart. We are to seek. 
to restore, to seek, seek with care, inquire. We are to inquire of the Lord. We can be so busy about life that we just get so wrapped up, that we just get so involved in whatever it is that's going on in our little world that we don't take time to do this. To pray, to worship. To investigate. You know, when we, when we lay before the Lord and we pray, we're, we are going into the realm and God is, is showing us, he's speaking to us, he's imparting into our spirit the things that we need to know in this season. And if we're too clogged up, then we don't, we're, there's debris in the way. And we have to just purge that so that he can penetrate and he can go in and he can impart the things he wants us to know and to do and to be. And to inquire, we have to be still. We have to be ready to do these things. And the Lord, it says, the proper name of the one true God. Your God. Okay. Okay, now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. Arise, therefore, and build. To get ready, in Hebrews, to rise, arise, stand, rise up. To become powerful, to become powerful in the things that God has asked us to do. And too many weights cause us to just be weighted down and we're not free to be ready to maintain oneself to be established to be confirmed to stand to endure to be fixed focused to confirm to ratify establish to raise up to raise oneself, to cause to arise, to be ready when God is calling us, when he's speaking to us, when he is that still small voice. You know, he's been, he's been talking to me for weeks and weeks and weeks about transition and change and things that were coming. And I, I felt this stirring that that this change was coming you know and he's good he's so good to prepare us if we are listen and long before we knew these changes were coming I could feel it you know several months ago probably six months ago a teammate of I and, and I came in came in very early one morning and we just began to walk the building and pray because there was some 
some things that needed to be brought into alignment before the Lord with coworkers, with things that were happening. And it's when we did this, it's like we just kind of purged. We just prayed. We just sought the Lord for what was trying to infiltrate the, the building. And the Lord just began to show us areas and pockets and situations and attitudes. And so, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. But one particular person who'd been there for a long time, they just decided to leave. And, you know, it, it didn't have to be said to anybody. It was just like we just saw the Lord just like, moving this out and bringing back in the, the spirit that needed to be in this business. And I'm fortunate enough that our owner is a believer. Most of the employees are believers. And we're able to have a gathering of prayer time first thing Monday morning. It's our tithe that we give to the Lord. And those who want to come, come. And he brings scripture. We read, you know, he reads, we pray, he shares. And it's, it's literally our tithe for the week that we give to the Lord. And he, nobody has to be on the phones. Nobody has to be helping customers. It's just something, a sacrifice that he has chosen to make before the Lord for the company that God has given to him. And so that atmosphere is in our building. And, you know, just like anything else, you have to fight for that. Because the enemy wants to infiltrate. And he wants to change. And he wants to penetrate and cause division and and all these things and so you know you we have no matter where you work or what business you're in you you know each of us are responsible before the lord to maintain that circumference around us for the area that he's given us be it sitting at your desk or standing at a pizza place or at classrooms or you know Substitute teaching, whatever it is that we do when we're at home, we're, you know, wherever we go, we are responsible before the Lord to bring his presence into that area. It's like every place that the sole of your foot goes, you bring the presence of God with you. And that's going to stir up things because the enemy doesn't want that. He doesn't want us to keep that atmosphere or even bring that atmosphere in and... Um, you know, we, you, you have to recognize and be on guard that you are always ready to, to have that commune and fellowship with the Lord in the place that you're in. Anybody have a comment? Okay. So we are to build... You know, and that's in the place that we're at. You know, we are to be that light. You know, we have a young girl. She just got a job at a law office. And when she left, her words were, I found church in this, in this business. I found church. I found Christ-like people. She had had a lot of difficulty. She had gotten away from the Lord. She was out in the <laughs> world. But she found church within the walls of our building was the last thing that she said. She said, the love I found here, this job, 
with these people who were ministering to her brought her back into relationship with the Lord. You know, we have people that are not believers. One lady, she's not a believer, and she said, I've watched how these men talk about their wives, and it's made me want to go home and be better to my husband. That's huge, huge. One girl's been in several abusive relationships, and she said to one of the other girls, she said, when I hear you talk to your husband and y'all pray together on the phone, she says, I want that. So you don't know who's watching. You know, we can get so churchy that we forget that there are people we rub elbows with that know nothing about what it is that the Lord is and how important he is. And one girl, she was like frustrated about some pay situations and then she, this girl told her this comment, you know, I listen to you pray with your husband and I want that. And she felt rebuked by the Holy Spirit and she said, you know, it's not about the dollars, it's about what God's called me to do here and the lives that I'm touching. And she said, if I don't ever get another raise, she said, I know that this girl is being touched and drawn to the Lord. And that's a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful thing to say and to see, you know. And yeah, every business has its ups and downs and its problems and things happen, you know, but you just have to realize that we are called of God to be where he establishes us. Even if we want to kick and scream and go out the door (laughs) running, we can't go until he tells us it's time and he's given us a new assignment, you know. So, Okay, sanctuary. That's, you know, the place that God God establishes us. That's our sanctuary. That is our place where we are to be. And I haven't always been. I've had angry about this or upset about this or frustrated about this and why isn't this happening and why aren't you taking care of the customer and why am I getting yelled at for the third time by this customer? You know, but in the end, is what is it, God, what is it that God's asked me to do? He's asked me to be there and to bring his presence with me wherever I go. And my prayer is that I will be. I will be exactly who he's called me to be. And that Monica will get out of the way and let the Lord be. that we will build the sanctuary of the Lord our God so that we may bring, go in, enter, to come upon, to fall, or to light upon, to come to pass, to attain, to lead, to carry, to bring, cause to come in, to gather, cause to come, to be brought, to be introduced, the ark 
a chest, a money chest, the Ark, Ark of the Covenant. The covenant is an alliance, a pledge between men, between men, a treaty, alliance. Between God and man. And that that is what we are that is that is our reason, that is our purpose, that is what we are to carry with us. <coughs> and we are to be the light. Okay. To be a light of the Lord, <coughs> holy, and to be holy, holiness, sanct- to be sanctified, separated, to be set apart. Articles, equipment, yoke, implement, tools, ark of the Lord, ark of God. (coughs) Works and special possessions of God. The temple is a house, a house, a dwelling, a habitation, a shelter, abode, could be the you know, our household, our family, our, our jobs, our businesses, <laughs> that we will build, to build, to rebuild, to establish, to cause to continue to rebuild the house. For the name, reputation, fame, glory. You know, that, that what we do will be to the glory of God, to the name of God, to be a memorial. know what we do it matters and what we how we carry ourselves matters it says now determine in your mind and heart to seek the Lord your God get started building the Lord the, the Lord God's sanctuary that's in, um, so that we may bring the ark of the Lord the covenant of the holy articles of God to the temple that is built in his name. And there's several other versions that I that I put on my sheet. <coughs> you know, God we're we're in a season of transition and new things are coming and the Lord is is preparing us. And I know that this season that I've been in personally is part of that transition. 
You know, sometimes you just have to lay down and let go of the things you've been holding on to so that your hands can be open to receive the new things that the Lord wants to impart to us. That was short and sweet, sorry. <laughs> it wasn't as long as I thought it was going to be. But that's what the Lord's been speaking to me is to just to set my heart. And that we need to, it's not just for me, it's for all of us, that we need to just set our heart to build that sanctuary for his glory. Well, I'm not sure what any of you are going through, but this is meant to be an encouragement that nothing that we're going through is as important as what we are called to do and to be. Anybody have anything to say? I really appreciate this teaching. And I mean, I just keep looking back at this word set. And um, you're, you use your working, you know, workplace example. Mine is the complete opposite. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, and it's changed so much over the years. But, um, I mean, I'm at a school right now where 13 people have left since the beginning of school. That's not normal. Um, it's not normal for our school or anything like that. But there's just, there's been so many challenges. And I have to say that there have been times where I've let that kind of overtake how I feel, even though I'm praying, you know, constantly about the situation. But we're in a place now where um, um, a kid cursing or being disrespectful to a teacher is considered a small infraction. Mm. And that's, a, that's something that's changed so much over the years because when I first started this campus, our SRO, which is our police officer on campus, could actually write tickets that students would have to pay money for that kind of thing. I mean, can't do that anymore. I mean, that was 16 years ago. But so much has changed. And so I guess where I'm going with this is I may not have control over what all happens on the campus. I'm in and out of classrooms all day. That's my job. Um, I have one little place in a workroom that's considered my place, and I pray there. But it's important, and these words that, you know, go along with that word set, I'm just looking at, you know, what you permit, you know, if you're, if you're permitting something, I mean, you, you have a, a choice as to what you allow, mm -hmm. you know, in that little area, you know, my heart and what I set it on, and is it very important. I may not have control over any other things that are surrounding me, but I have control over that one place. And I know that you know, when I walk in those doors, I mean, I need to be praying throughout that building. And I've let so many things over the last few weeks kind of, you know, kind of get to me that one of my um, believer co-workers, you know, we were talking the other day, and she said, Trisha, we've just got to pray. We've just got to really be praying. So we both have committed that place and what we do on that campus to prayer. Mm -hmm. And that just this has just really spoken to me because... You have such a wonderful blessing to be able to go into a workplace that starts the day that way. Mm -hmm. I can still do that, mm -hmm. even in the place where I right. am. And so I just thank you because this really, this really spoke to me this morning. it thank you very much i appreciate y'all and uh
I just uh, pray that anything that the Lord laid on my heart will speak to you and just help you um, in our journey because we're all in this together. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen.